There is an old Hasidic story about a famous rabbi who was on his way to teach a village, a village that was interested in his ideas. This was going to be a major event in the life of the community. And every Jew in the community made great preparations, pondering what questions he or she might ask the very wise rabbi, the questions that might trip up the, the rabbi, or questions that would call into question the rabbi's wisdom. They had an agenda. After being taken to a large room where all the members of the community had gathered, the rabbi began to walk silently around the room and then began to hum a Hasidic tune. Before long, everyone started humming along with his soft, mellow voice. As people became more comfortable with his song, the rabbi started to dance. He danced everywhere in the room. And one by one, every person danced with him. Soon, everyone was in the room was dancing wildly together. Later that evening, the rabbi slowly slowed the dance and eventually brought it to a stop. He looked into the faces and the eyes of his audience and said gently, I trust that I've answered all your questions. Life often does not hand us what we think we have ordered. Life is sometimes not on the same page as our agenda. In our gospel, when Jesus and his friends set out on an evening sail, their agenda, perhaps with hopes of a relaxing time after a full day of teaching and battling the crowds, they were headed for a very different experience. Things changed suddenly. Darkness covered them. Watery waves of chaos began to crash over the sides of the bobbing boat. Lightning cracks all around them. Thunder shudders the earth. And the violent wind hurls a blinding rain into their faces. So much for their agenda. They have no cell phones. No one to call anyway. There's not a lighthouse for guidance or refuge. Panic overwhelms them and they think, this is it. This is no song and dance. It is a death-dealing storm. Amid their panic, they cry out, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? It is a prayer that only the powerless know. You might say the disciples in the parlance of 12-step programs are now ready. They're ready to give up the delusion of self-delivery. They're ready to give up the idea that with a little more ingenuity, a little more self-exertion, they can lick this consuming storm and get their lives back under control, that they can choose to ride it out and sail safely into the sunset. Jesus responds to their panic. First he says to the wind, cut that out. 
Then he speaks to the sea. Take it easy. Quiet down. Then he speaks to the disciples. Why did you panic? What kind of faith do you call that? They were so impressed with the calming of the wind and the sea that they did not answer him. What are we to make of their weakness, their slowness to understand the message of the Messiah? When Jesus muzzles the storm and then upbraids the disciples for their lack of trust, they come to a powerful realization. It is an awakening that will serve them and the early Christian community profoundly. It is the realization that God's power manifests and reveals itself most dramatically when we are willing and ready to surrender our own. The faith in Christ that withstands life's storms sometimes manifests itself during the disorientation of a major illness, an accident, a loss, a loss of employment, loss of a home in a thunderstorm, death. Faith in Christ is needed during human rights crises, racial tensions, amid the hushed sorrows of a family disorientation. Faith in Christ is present as a healing song and theme even in the scarred lives of the battered and the abused. In other words, in all the upheavals, the storms that we humans face, the eye of the storm is Jesus. Paul said it emphatically in Rome, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor power, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul knew the storms, yet he never shrunk from getting into the boat with Jesus to go wherever he was called to go, because he knew the stillness in the storm that came along with being in Christ was Christ himself. He knew the depths of deliverance the gospel promises. Soren Kierkegaard once commented, faith consists of lying constantly out upon the deep with 70,000 fathoms of water underneath us and hearing above the roar Jesus' voice. Are you ready to hear that voice? Are you ready to give up the delusion of self-deliverance? And if you're not ready, well, what kind of faith do you call that? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.